0: Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. Uh, we are, we've are we been looking at uh, the life of Abraham uh, in a series of uh, podcasts before, and uh, we are going to continue that today, and um, then we'll see wherever God leads us from that point on. But what uh, we have been f- uh, following Abraham's life um how he obtained his promise from God. And, um, uh, so he being the father of faith, the Bible tells us, um, that he's the father of faith. He being the father of faith, then he can, we can learn a few things from him, uh, as to how, he obtained his promise from god uh which was given to him and sarah and they had to uh, do a few things god had to help them out uh they tried to help god out and we know how that story turned out with ishmael uh, uh god uh changed abraham's name from abram to abraham he changed sarah uh sarai from sarah And there was reasons uh, that we talked about why God did that. Uh, Abraham, uh, God, his name was changed to a father of many nations. And so God wanted to change his speech. And so his confession, in other words. And so you and I have to learn how to change our confession and uh, things like that. But we have been um, looking in the book of Romans, chapter 4, and, uh, we were, we it started in, in 13 and, uh, we took it, uh, verse by verse and we, we, we last ended when, um, in verse 22 when the scripture says that, and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness sake. Um, and so that, uh, uh, verse 23 goes, now it was not written for us, for his sake alone, that it was imputed to him, but for us also to whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus Christ our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offense and was raised again for our justification. And, uh, there's so much insight into the scriptures. And, um, let me do a quick rehash of that. Um, for uh for twenty four uh but for us alone, to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on Him that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead, twenty five, who was delivered for our tran- our offense, uh, he was delivered on the cross for our offense, which took took place in Genesis chapter three, and that offense was basically um uh uh, uh, uh making the the decision to believe. Uh, uh, Lucifer versus believing God, and uh, once we switch our allegiance um, from God the Father to uh, uh Lucifer in in the garden, our, our mom and dad did that Adam and Eve uh what it did it type it kind of um uh, uh, killed us in many ways from a cellular level where the body now, uh, which was designed to, to last forever. It now breaks down. Um, it separated us from, from the connection, the spiritual connection with the father and it kind of, um, uh, uh, damage our, our relationship with him. And also what it did was that man being a triune uh, being, spirit, soul, and body, we kind of shifted things within us. Um, and so that the spirit was no longer uh, the master of the soul and the body. And now, uh, the soul and the body are masters of that, uh, of us. And so the Bible tells us sin is crouching at your, at your door and we have to learn how to master that. And so once that offense took place, um, God the Father now, uh, He already had a plan in place for His children, to restore his family. And so what he, um, the offense was that was taken care of in, Jan, in Genesis chapter three. And now, um... Uh, he was raised again for our justification, and we know that that happened on uh after his death on the third day. the Bible tells us and um uh that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. History has proven that there were uh tons of people that saw him after he rose from the dead, and also what happened was he cleared out um uh the where the enemy was in charge as far as the souls being there. And those that deem righteous, uh, many of them came out. There are other uh, uh, thousands of people came out when Jesus came out. And so the Bible records that, that. And so that's another story that we don't even go into to, to, to teach about, because again, we don't have that much information except for what was said in those few verses. But um, I wanted to, tie all the things that we've been looking together in um in in the book of uh, Romans and in the life of Abraham to show that there's a process by which you and I have to um to follow in order for us to attain our uh promise that the father had promised uh, us. And once we've gone through that process, the end result of that process that you and I, um, go through, the Bible tells us that God the father deems us to be, uh, righteous or in right standing or in are capable of now receiving the promises that we have been given uh by uh you know believing be, uh, and becoming born again and so uh until we get to that right standing we're still not in faith or we are not um we haven't been declared uh, uh um uh, you know, righteous so that we can obtain what was given. And let me explain to that. God has already taken care of all of this stuff. And uh, he doesn't have to do anything for us. Basically, it's us beginning to 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 uh, exercise who we are. And because Jesus said it is finished, he said, all power has been given unto me. And now I'm giving it to you. He says, go you into the world and preach the gospel and so forth. And so you and I have to come to a revelation of who we are in Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us that we live in Christ. We we ought to walk in him. We ought to think like him, and we ought to be Christ-like. And even that, the mandate tells us that uh, Paul said we even should try to be like the Father. And so Jesus was like the Father. And so if we are like Christ-like, we are then uh, mimicking the Father because Jesus says, I do what I see. Him do, and so as he saw what the father did, he did, and so that 's what you and I have to do in our life but um what we had gone and take a look at in in Romans with Abraham and life was to make you aware of the process by which you and I have to obtain our promises for the Bible tells us in um in in second Peter uh, one uh 2 to 8. And let me read that to you. It says, God and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as His divine power has given unto us all things that pertains unto life and godliness, through how the knowledge of Him that has called us unto uh, uh us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us unto us exceeding great and precious, precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And so that particular scripture tells us so much about uh, that God has given to us these precious promises and so now if God has given to us these precious promises, how are we going to get them? How are we going to make them real in our life? How are we going to make them, uh, um, how are we going to have access to them? And the Bible tells us that all things are possible to the man that believe, or what I, I say, the believing man. And so uh, you have to use your faith in order to obtain or you have to use your faith to become, as the scripture says, it was imputed to him as righteous. And so I want you to take a picture of what uh, this is all about, basically, when we become righteous before God, because there's no place in the scripture except uh, that we become righteous through faith, through our belief system. And so... um Abraham begins to make his confession. He calls God given the promise a year before. Uh they laughed about it and so uh God came changed his name. God began to do things to him. Sarah Abraham begins to do certain things. The scripture tells us that he did not consider his body now dead nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. And so they had to spend time together and uh began to 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 do what is necessary in order to have have, um, have her get pregnant so that this uh, baby can uh, come forth. And so uh, and and we talked about that. Uh, what did that entail? Is that they did not consider the natural realm. They didn't look at the natural realm. They looked at the promise. And so you and I, we have to look at the promise. I've talked to you about my job in the last part, podcast. When I looked at the promise, what was the promise? He said, uh, he'll give me all my needs and all my desires. And I needed a job. And so I kept my eyes on the pro- on the promise. And so when things look bad, I would just pull that paper and confess the promise. And so you and I have to keep our eyes on the promise and not look at the natural realm. And this, uh, and we talked about Patience, we talk about that bridge that um, you and I have to 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 be in on because uh, when we when we have become righteous, when we 've done all that we can uh, that, as the scripture says, then it 's that waiting time for the manifestation. but if you understand what is going on with you. You've, uh, you've understood that you've already gotten it. And so once you've already received it, then that's what fate is. You've already got it, gotten it. And so you're doing the process to get what you need. I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, the woman with the issue of blood, she heard. And so, um, uh, the, keys, and again, the principles, is that you have to hear. Uh, they heard the promise. God gave them a promise. And uh, they heard that. Uh, Sarah laughed, the scripture says. And so... um But they heard the promise. And so this woman with the issue of blood, she heard that Jesus heals. And so that's the promise. That Jesus is a healer. And so she said, okay, the scripture says, she said within herself, within her spirit man, that all I have to do is to get up and touch his, the hem of his garment, and I'm good. I don't need anything else. I don't I don't need to talk to him. I don't want to interact with him. I don't want to talk to the disciples. I don't need to talk with nobody. All I need to do is just touch the hem of his garment and then I will get what I need and I'll be on my way. And so she proceeded to do exactly what she confessed. She believed and therefore we speak the scripture says. And so um uh, my goal with this podcast is to make you aware of the principles and so that you and I can manifest these precious promises every time that we need them and we need to partake of them and that you and I can do things that God has called us to do uh, because the scripture tells us that um, in the last days that uh uh there's going to be a lot of stuff and the church the real church is going to be needed in order for God to do what he needs to do and uh God is the earth is waiting for those people um the people are waiting for those people and uh uh because a lot of them are going to be healed demons are going to be cast out of them um uh, evil spirits will be 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 cast out of them and so uh uh, uh these are the things and works that we have to do, lay hands on them, all of the different things that we have to do. But uh, we have to understand those principles. So now this woman with the issue of blood, she begins to take the journey. She got up. If you, you take a look at that story, you'll see she was a rich woman. She had money. She had means. And she spent all of it. Uh, trying to get doctors from here and there, going to this specialist, that specialist, you know how it is. Uh, a, a, she got a referral from one doctor to go to another doctor, and then she went to that doctor. And so she's just spending up her money. You know, she didn't have an insurance plan per se, so she was paying cash. So, uh, that's a relationship into a lot of the stuff that is happening with us. A lot of people don't have insurance. They have, you know, they have to put out the money or, and all this kind of stuff. So here is a perfect example of you and I in the scripture. So here's this woman. Um, she now decides after spending all this money, um, she, she has nothing left. She's about to just die. And so, um, she heard. And desperation will make you uh, uh, listen, or re- desperation will make you uh, uh, receive revelation. For Jesus says, those who have ears, let them hear. And I'm telling you, people, you need to be desperate. You need to be desperate to get out of your situation until you're desperate You're not looking. That means that you're looking to yourself. You're, you're trying to figure out a way how to get it. And when you become desperate, that's when you have, you run out of everything that you can do in your ability. And so she was desperate and because she had spent every dime. And so you and I need to get desperate to the place where we look up and there's no one to help us. There's no place to go there's not uh, uncle auntie mom dad uh, brother sister nobody and so until we become desperate i'm telling you this is part of the key when you become desperate you have you become single minded because then what's happening is that you have no place to look at Abraham and Sarah. They didn't get desperate until after Ishmael was born because they were still trying to get into their own ability. And so they're like, okay, let's help him out. And when they realized what they'd done with Ishmael, they began to get desperate. They're like, Oh man, we messed up. And so, uh, they begin. They, um, they, I'm sure they were uh, desperate uh, as uh, this woman with the issue of blood because that's the place where things change. And so, again, the principle is that when you become desperate, you have exhausted all of your human ability. So now she says, I'm going to get up. I am going to go and find him and I'm going to go touch him I want nothing else. So she gets up. And so, uh, the story is that when she was actually pushing, uh, um, into the, into the crowd, um, they were going in a different direction and she was just pushing, making her way in there. And so, um, again, she didn't want to talk to Jesus. You know, there's people all over Jesus, you know, disciples, you know. He got his entourage and, and they got him, you know, protecting him and he's walking, going all over through uh, these crowds of people. And so, um, Jesus is, is, is doing his thing, minding his business. And, um, actually he was going to another house, um, where, uh, Jarius comes to him and, uh, says, My daughter is sick, um, you know uh uh come to the house and 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 lay hands on her, and she'd be okay and so his requests I want you guys to see where I'm going his requests what he says for we believe and therefore we speak he says his 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 thing was if you come to my house and lay hands on my daughter. She'll be fine. So that was his request. We have another request with the the centurion soldier. He says, you don't have to come to my house. All I need you to do is speak the word. And then Jesus says, wow, I've never seen faith like this before. So how are you uh, making, what requests are you making? So God listens to your request. So she says, I'm going to, I need to touch him and I'm good. And so She begins to move. And so here's thousands and hundreds of people, hundreds and thousands of people around Jesus and all over the place. And so this woman comes and she is pushing and and struggling to get to him. And she reaches out her hand and she tapped that, uh, uh, the hem of his garment and power comes out. The scripture says, power comes out of him. And Jesus stood up and he's, uh, well, he was standing up, but he, he stood up inside of him and he said, who touched me? And the disciples looked at him and said, man, you're out of your mind. It's all people touching you. There's people all over the place. And Jesus said, no, So now what was that, what story, uh, what revelation can you get out of that story? That there are lots of people touching Jesus all day long, but they're getting nothing. And so because they did not spoke in their heart, they did not come up with a purpose. They just was just grabbing and touching, you know, um, starstruck, you know what I'm saying? And so, but she was purposeful. And so, you and I have to become purposeful. The, um, Jarius was purposeful. Uh, the, the centurion soldier was purposeful. He spoke with faith. He believed that if she, if he comes to the house, that if he touched the daughter, fine. And Jarius says, uh, come to my house. And so he believed that if that happened, he touched, fine. The woman says, I don't need all that. I just need the, 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 the ham and the garment. And Jesus stopped and he says, Someone touched me. And so the disciples began to question him and say, you know, you know, think about it. Who touched me? All the people that was grabbing at this, uh, uh, at the Lord Jesus as he was walking uh, on that day. And nothing happened except for this one single woman. Jesus, Jarius touched him in a different way. This woman says, I want to touch him this way. And so Jesus will meet you where you are. He will come and meet you where you are. But there's one thing that he's looking for. The Father's looking for it. The Holy Spirit is looking for it. And the devil is looking for it. Your faith. And so um, that particular ingredient is very important. Because it was the very same ingredient that created Lucifer and all the angels. God spoke in faith, and he believed what he spoke would manifest. And guess what? Lucifer manifested. All the angels manifested. He spoke, and he in the original creation, and uh, we see that in 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 um, in the book of. of job when the angels were there he created the angels first and then he created the 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 heavens and the earth and the, and the whole different uh, uh, um, uh, places you know that uh, uh, we are all different dimensions and so forth and then the Bible tells us that the angels were clapping and rejoicing at the sight of what he had done so they understand the power of the one who walks by faith. You know. So be, be that one. Be that one. It's the substance that the earth was created with. It is the substance that the devil was created with. That's why he and every demon in hell fears the man of and the woman of God who stands in faith. And so, Jesus, she touched Jesus, and Jesus turned around and, and says, "Who touched me?" She says, "I did." And so she begins to make her confession as to, and he turns there and says, "Your, your faith has made you whole." And how many times did Jesus do that? And so why did your faith make them whole? Because the scripture says at that point in time they have become righteous. Because it said so in the scriptures. We read it earlier. And so when they become righteous, when they have stand in faith, every situation that is before you, every situation that is before you, will begin to stand at attention and begin to change because it's a different person standing before them. It is one that is controlled by the spirit and not by the soul and not by the flesh. It is a man and a woman that now is speaking into the spiritual realm and calling those things that are not as though they were and they change. My job manifested. It first came and then once it manifested and they placed the ad for it, I saw it, I pulled it into existence. And I, next thing you know, I was working there. The woman with the issue of blood, she saw um, in the spirit, she saw uh, uh, her healing. She looked at it and she says, I got to touch this man because if I touch him, this is it. And so, once she begins to, uh, uh, stand in faith and pull what is hers, it pulled it out of Jesus. What did he say come out of him? Who touched me? Why? Because power has come in, came out of me. And so I'm trying to tell you guys that power comes out of, of God. Power comes out of, 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 uh, of who you are. And as you begin to change your, your world around you. Look at what is happening in your family and change it. It is your responsibility. Look at what's happening in your life and change it. Uh, take the steps. And uh, we have done the study. And I kind of uh, um, wanted to, to do something else. But I'm, I seem led to, to stay with this for a little while just to um, make sure that you understand this. It is up to you. The believing person. And so, uh, uh, you, we believe and therefore we confess. And so the process is that once you've changed your confession, it, it helps for faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. You've got to talk to yourself. You, what are you saying? You, you have chosen to believe God's opinion on this situation versus the opinion of your body versus the opinion of the soul versus the opinion of the doctors versus the opinion of Lucifer versus the opinion of the sickness versus the opinion of poverty versus the opinion of, of depression versus the opinion of any other thing that is against God, and so you now have to agree with God's opinion on the situation, and this is why we say to you, go and find the scripture concerning your 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 ailment. It talks about anxiety. There are scriptures for every sickness and disease known to man in the Bible. And so if it's disease and, and, and that you're dealing with, go and find the scriptures. If it's poverty that you're dealing with, go and find the scriptures. Jesus Christ became poor that you and I might become rich. And so what is it you need? Is it uh, 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 deliverance? Is it financial uh, deliverance? For the scripture says in Ephesians, for by grace are you saved through faith it is a gift of God. And this is what I said to you in the, in the first, I believe it was the first episode in uh, this podcast, that that principle is laid out right there that Abraham took and that you and I took. It's the principle. And it's not just about salvation. Salvation is one part of what Jesus did on the cross. Restoration. As far as everything, health, uh, financial, mental, everything is a restoration of that. And you and I, as we begin to grow our faith, we can claim those precious promises that is already done and given to us. And so um, uh, uh, you and I have to become who God intends us to become. And so uh, for by grace, we talk about grace in, in, uh, in, in earlier, uh, uh, podcasts, I, 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 I had one episode and then I, I got sick and I went into the hospital and God, while I was there in the hospital, He says, I want you to get up and when you get out, go and teach the second part of it, make it more clear because it was not enough. And so I talked about grace and what it is. And so the scriptures for by grace are you saved. So what is it? The grace is God's part in this process, for it is the divine influence upon the heart and the benefit that it brings to the believer. That is the meaning of that word. And so, um, as God does do his part in your situation, which is to divinely influence the heart, it could be heart of someone else. It could be your heart for the scripture says that the Holy Spirit, when we sit down the process, I talk about for by grace, are you saved? And I'm talking to you about the natural salvation. So someone comes into the church, he sits down. And so the grace of God works on his heart as he hears the word and the Holy Spirit pricks his heart, that he gets up, he or she gets up, and they begin to confess. That's the process. It's the same thing. The grace can be worked on your heart, because I've prayed and asked God that he would uh, uh, use grace to change my heart, you know? And so... Um, he. um Guys, this is for us, all hearts, for the heart of the king is in the hands of God. And so the Bible tells us that we are kings and, and, and priests. And so um, we can ask God to uh, 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 change our heart on a particular situation, and he will do it. And so as as we go into this a little, uh, um, for by grace are you saved, see, through faith. That's your part. That's where you put your faith. You come and you begin to grab the scripture. You begin to make your confession, and as you confess, don't move. Confess and ch- change not. For Jesus said, when when the, uh, um, when Jairus was, was come to him, and uh, um, Jesus was dealing with this issue, um, at the same time, a servant of Jairus came and said, "Don't don't bother the master. He, she's dead." And Jesus turned around and said to him, you shut up. Basically, he told Jairus, shut up. Don't change your confession. Keep your mouth focused. Keep your confession focused. Don't let fear one of the enemies of, the, of our faith. Don't let that thing in to steal what you had confessed and what you are believing or what you had believed in your heart. And so he believed it. And he came to Jesus. Now the servant comes and um, says to him, she's dead. Don't bother him. And Jesus turns to him immediately, immediately, and try to uh, uh, make sure that he stayed focused. And so you have to stay focused. So for by grace are you saved through faith, It. What is it? It is a gift of God. That process that we just talked about, the grace part and the faith part. And that's what we read, we've been reading about with um, Abraham in Romans chapter 4. Of uh, um, and uh, how he stayed, but what God did in that and what uh, 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 Paul did, God, Paul, God gave Paul the revelation step by step, what he did. And so he wrote it down, and it gives us permission to look at it, that we may uh, learn from it so that you and I can become uh, uh, the true sons of God uh, because we do have a lot of work to do. And I want to thank you for, uh, listening to my podcast. And in return, I'm asking that you do, uh, support me by, uh, subscribing to the podcast. Have your friends and family, uh, listen to the podcast, church, um, churches and, um, uh, Bible study groups, uh, uh, all of those. type, uh, people, uh, I would love you guys to join me and support me. Um, and I'm going to start different ways that you guys can reach out to me as well. Uh, so that uh, if you have any questions, you can talk to me and, and so forth. I'm working on putting all those pieces together so that we could have those conversations. But, um, in the meantime, I want you guys to continue to walk by faith for the scripture says the just shall live by faith." And who are those people? Those are the ones Mean when they say just is justified. Uh, we used to have a little saying that we would say is just as if I had never sinned. What does that mean? It means that you are righteous. So the right ones shall live by faith. The ones that are righteous, as it says, it was imputed to him as righteousness, And so that is what righteousness in the eyes of God means. It doesn't mean that you're living, uh, you don't sin, you don't cuss, you don't do all of that. You can do all of that and still be unrighteous. And this nonsense that has been taught down by the forefathers in the church for the scripture says, the traditions of men have made the word of God to none effect. That is how powerful the traditions of men are. But I want to let you know that you and I become righteous when we walk by faith. So, be righteous. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember... Every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeart Radio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world, for our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who, through faith and patience, inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe, and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it.